writer, speaker, wife, and mother. Um, and so she's there sharing her witness and testimony about God's redeeming love. She grew up in a large Catholic family with six brothers and a sister and had her own football helmet in the third grade. She always wanted to be a wife and mother and pictured her children in the perfect Catholic plaid uniform. Upon meeting her husband on her first and only blind date, I'm impressed.
arched her back and her arms went out and flailed. And she started to scream and we thought it was just because the water was cold. And so she got really upset and then I nursed her, calmed her down and she went into another ground mal seizure while I was nursing. And so she curled her body around my body and began to turn blue because of course she was choking. And that's how we went to the hospital. Now my husband at the time was the navigator in the United States Navy having um, gone to the Naval Academy. So we were stationed in D.C. We went to the Bethesda Naval, which is now Walter Reed Medical Center. And we spent the next week, well, I'll back up. So we get to the hospital, they give her a shot in her foot, she releases from me, and she goes back. And I didn't see her again for about five hours because her life was pretty much in the balance at that point. So you have a five-week-old little girl with no symptoms of anything, totally fine, perfect, and healthy, and all of a sudden she's not. So I thought, this is it. We're going to lose this child. And I really didn't pray. We, when I was preparing for this talk, I really, I, I kept a journal my whole young adult life, which is really scary because you go back and you're like reading it at your 21 and 22 and going, what was I thinking? <laughs>
Well, God heard that prayer, and he said, okay, we're going to play this my way, which is how God always does it. <laughs> it took me a few decades to figure that out, but that's how we play. And so we did it his way. We came home from the hospital, and for the first seven months of her life, we threw every drug we could think of, or the medical science could think of, at that time in 1992, which is quite different from today, to try and control her seizures. And nothing stuck. So we tried an experimental drug called ACTH, which is an adrenal corticotropic hormone. It's not one that's really used today as often as it was then. And we gave it to her, thinking this was the answer we had prayed for. After much discernment, we had talked to other families who had used it, other physicians, and so forth. It wasn't just a really nilly decision. Well, it turns out, 72 hours later, as we're back in the ICU, because our daughter's gone septic, she's allergic to steroids. This is the first time since that day in September where we really questioned, did God really exist? Or was this one big fat joke on the line of our family? Um, she lost her sight. We have a picture in our home where she's laughing, staring right at us. That's the last picture that was taken that we knew for sure that she saw. And she was seven months old. She also, her brain swelled, so she lost every ounce of development she had up until then. And in her entire life, she never made it past seven to nine months of development. So at the end of her life, she was five foot eight, seven to nine month old child. Beautiful. Ringlets of golden curls, blue eyes, stunning young lady who never walked, talked, or participated in life as all of you celebrated 30. 
my dad died. So these were strong marriages. They were not easy. Nobody's marriage is perfect, but they were good Catholic Christian marriages. So we made that commitment to each other. So we were swimming uphill, upstream. And we had the opportunity to go to Lourdes. Now, my husband was a Lutheran when I married him. And after 11 years of his son praying, his wife praying, and no one talking to him about becoming a Catholic, God did something for me. And he came into the church in 1998 when we moved here and left the Navy, left a full-time service in the Navy. So, actually, no, 1999. Sorry, we were here for a year before you came to the
so they were working under the sheet, which was pretty amazing to watch. But anyway, um, all the things you remember later, all this detail. Um, one of the women was praying, so they they praying over her head, over her hands, her heart, her legs, and she had a little statue of the Blessed Mother, about six inches, and she came around her face, and she was praying the Hail Mary in Latin. I recognized that being a Catholic school student that I was. And I'm like, I know what that prayer is. And I was worried because she came around her face and Courtney's hands were up here. Well, Courtney had a sippy cup, okay, like a small person. And I saw her hand open and she took the Blessed Mother out of this woman's hands. And all I'm thinking is, don't put it in your mouth, don't put it in your mouth, do not put it in your mouth. Do not bite the Blessed Mother's head off the floor. I wasn't wearing 
follow this board, they give every patient a number and you follow her through pre-op, operation, post-op recovery. So we're watching the board and I'm reading my notes um, from a retreat that I went on the week before. And Father Joe had given the retreat and he had said, he was talking about the three stages of healing, what we as Catholics believe about healing or what his interpretation was. And the first one was miraculous healing, as in you find a tumor, you go to the doctor, you find a tumor, you pray intersectory prayer, you're blessed with a relic, what have you, you go back and there's no tumor. So miraculous healing, it's there and then it's not there. Second, it's healing after a time of suffering. So take cancer for instance. You're diagnosed with cancer, you go through chemotherapy, a time of, of suffering, and then you're healed, okay? The third is an acceptance that there will not be healing this side of heaven. I read that about 17 times. And all I thought was, wow, I'm so glad God is patient with stupid people. <laughs> because he said, wait for it. He said, just trust me. I'm going to give it to you when you need it. And I grabbed my husband, almost spilled his coffee, which is a cardinal sin that we must go to confession. <laughs> and he's looking at me, this Tom Clancy in his hand, like I'm crazy, which is